It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. What's good, everyone? Alex Jeteris here with another Knicks episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. And with me, as always, my buddy, my cousin, pal, the man, the plan, the one and only, the one and only John Malika. We back. Talk about the New York Knicks, New York Knickerbockers, because they are lighting it up. Even though they took that L towards the Toronto Raptors with some shady, and I mean shady, uh, officiating, very uneven. Knicks have been doing well, man. They've been beasting. We're getting some phenomenal play from Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle, and R.J. Barrett now that he's back. Even though he's still shaking off the rust, Knicks are looking pretty good, man. They, I've, I've enjoyed everything that they've been doing up until this point. They've been playing very well in January. But, John, what do you think, man? How are you doing, bro? How are you feeling? I'm good, man. I'm good. We are in... The NFL playoffs yet again without the New York Jets. The New York Giants are once again doing well. So shout out to, uh, the Giant fans out there. Uh, DJ killing it, Saquon. So that, that, that's fun with a new head coach. And then on the other hand, we're looking for offensive coordinators. So back to the best time of the year for the Jets. Hope of quarterback, the draft and who's going to coach. I mean, we're back, back to normal there. And then we got the Knicks. The Knicks are. Killing it, man. They are exactly where they're supposed to be in the standings, in my opinion. I feel like we're playing the Raptors every single day, and I feel like every single game is a absolute dogfight all the way to the end, every single time we play them. So, you know, I'm so happy that, like, some way, somehow, we're not going to play them in a playoff series, just, like, looking ahead a little bit, because that would be a straight dogfight. If we get them in a play-in, I don't know if my heart's going to literally work uh, that entire like <laughs> one or two games uh depending on the play-in. So uh, I'm 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 like you, I am very impressed with the Knicks. I mean, last time we spoke, we were going over the Fred Katz article where he's saying everybody is in the league is coming up hot in the beginning and losing double-digit leads. It feels like the Knicks were, uh, you know, right in the front <laughs> as usual, whatever, with the hottest trends, the Knicks are always in the front. So they were like leading the statistics there. It seems to happen every game. On the other hand, maybe we're just really good in the first quarter, right? We're just not turning over the ball the first quarter. We're not missing in the first quarter. Like that's fun too, but like it's just unrealistic, but it's, it's great. Like the Raptors on the other hand, they have a really tough time starting usually. Yesterday, mm-hmm. not yesterday, but usually starting in the first. Or, it's just or interesting it, with the Knicks. Or, or is it because the Knicks are just so woeful at home that we're just giving all of our opponents uh, a chance to survive and come in here and cure their woes? Because the Knicks just we gotta we gotta figure this thing out, man. Because you I do think, not know. You think we have a, a home disadvantage? That might actually be what it is, man. This team is just not good to fit. Defending home court. They're 11 and 12. They are 11 and 12 when it comes to, uh, their home court record, you know, and outside of the Orlando Magic, the Detroit Pistons, the Charlotte Hornets, 
only the Chicago Bulls. Let's see. We got the Chicago Bulls. Sorry. No, no, no. I'm, I'm reading that wrong. Let's see who we got. Orlando Magic. We're the only team right now that is competing for a playoff spot that is terrible at home. Like the Bulls are 12 and 10. They're just, they're slightly above 500. The Hawks are 12 and nine. The Pacers are 15 and nine. The Miami Heat are 14 and nine. The Cleveland Cavaliers are 19 and four. The Sixers 17 and seven. Milwaukee Bucks 17 and five. The Brooklyn Nets 13 and seven. The Boston Celtics 17 and five. Only your New York Knicks outside of the tanking teams of the Orlando Magic, Detroit Pistons and Charlotte Hornets are under 500. Are under 500 at home. And that's the Eastern Conference. I mean, uh, sure. Uh, on the other hand, you could look at it and say we're 14 and eight on the road. <laughs> you know, we're absolutely amazing. We're one of the best road teams. Yeah. We're, we're shattering everybody else. We're, we're, we have the same record as the Nets. So we're doing pretty good uh, on the road. So uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just the way the schedule ha- has played its way. But the Knicks lately have shortened their bench. We've seemed to have gotten healthy. Mm-hmm. But we are playing a lot of ISO basketball. Let me ask you, why, why do you think, you know, let's not think too far back and, and talk theoretically. Let's just talk Raptors game. Why do you think that the Knicks collapsed on themselves in the second half or, or really in the fourth quarter? Like, what do you, what do you think it is? And, and it, it's not, let's, you know, the, the coach and Tibbs and it's not all going to be on one player, right? So like when you're watching this team and, and you see that we could, the frustrating part is that we've, we see them put it together in that same game, like earlier, like, like 14 minutes of gameplay earlier. You know what I mean? So it's not mm-hmm. like theoretical. So what do you think is happening there? I don't know, man. I I think it's just when it comes to the Knicks playing against teams like the Raptors or anybody at home, one, I think just opposing teams are just get up to play in Madison Square Garden. Like we, we've been there, man. You know what the, you know what the atmosphere is like. It's always a packed arena, no matter how well the Knicks are doing. On top of that, the stage is just lit like you're in a Broadway play, right? It's just a stage and it's just, it gives you a vibe, man, that you just want to go out there, perform. It's considered the Mecca of basketball. So the matinee, the MLK matinee, the MLK matinee. I mean, there's every reason for an opposing team wanting to come in and just perform to their best, right? And just the vibes. It's also the Knicks. They want to make a statement. That's where it is prime (laughs) time for any team that comes through. But for the Knicks yesterday, I think we also got to consider that. The stars did play a lot of minutes the day before. It was a back, the second of a back to back out in Detroit coming that's back. That's life. That's life. That's life as a Knicks fan, bro. We can't even talk about that as a thing. It's, you know, that's what's worse here. You know, what's worse is that <laughs> it was a matinee game the next day, which is very strange. Like, th- so not only do you have to hop on a plane to get back home, and we're not talking about like su- super long miles, but still after the game's done, you have to pack up all your stuff, get to the airport, fly, do all the whole boarding and stuff, get back, go to sleep, do your <laughs> shoot-arounds, right? Morning shoot-arounds. There's no way they shoot. There's no way they did shoot-around. You don't think so? No. No way. Mm. The 3 o'clock is a matinee. What are they going to do at 9 a.m.? No yeah, way. I don't know, man. I don't no, know. no way. No way. That that You're right. It, it, is, it is weird, and that's just, that's just part of being the Knicks. Maybe you have a little bit of point there, but, you know, we beat the we beat the Suns in a matinee. Uh, 
last Monday right, or two mm-hmm. Mondays ago, whatever it was for, for New Year's. So we lost on Christmas. I mean, that, that we, listen, we have like four primetime games coming up, including a matinee on a Saturday against your beloved uh, Brooklyn Nets. There's a there's a oh, six, goodness. Great. You're doing this to me. <laughs> there's a six o'clock. Next Sunday against Toronto in Toronto. I know the Lakers are, are, yeah, uh, we should win then because we're on the road, right? We should win that one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I don't know. It's six o'clock. Are you, if you're talking, if you're talking time, I know we have, uh, two games in LA, like later on in the season that are going to be during the day, more matinees. Like, do we just, is it, is it being at home? Is it the matinee part? Or do you, th- or do you actually see like a basketball issue with this team? You know what I mean? Or is it, or is it, because listen, if it's just like procedural, like you're saying, if it's just like circumstance, if it's just schedule and minutes and yesterday in the airport, then the Knicks, then these, then this Knicks team is good. Then everything is good. Like the way they're playing, you like, you see no, you no issue with it. And you know that they could pull together at any time during the season. I think they're fine. I think this is a okay. good team. I think it's just top heavy at this point. We're relying heavily on Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle. RJ Barrett to win us games. And we keep talking about Tom Thibodeau's lack of offensive creativity. I mean, yesterday, John, really, we got, let's go through yesterday's game for the New York Knicks because if we look at just a shot distribution, including overtime, it was gross, absolutely gross. And you could just tell this is an ISO centric team and that they only run through three players because you had Julius Randle with 20 field goal attempts. You had RJ Barrett with 23 field goal attempts. And then you had our beloved point guard with 29 attempts. But then when you look at for like even distribution around it, like why is Quentin Grimes only getting five attempts? You know what I mean? Like, and then you look at the bench and sure, you could say the Raptors did the same thing. It's the same, it's the same formula for Toronto where it's veteran. The, the stars get a lot of, a lot of minutes, but the Knicks don't have to do that. Are we, they don't, they shouldn't have to do that. I should say they have to do that because our bench right now is struggling. We don't have a point guard really for the entire bench. I know it's quickly that should be focusing on the playmaking, but he's also our score. So he has to try to get everybody involved and that's not enough time for everyone else to like get everyone situated. That's where you would need someone like Derek Rose who can just collapse the defense and find everybody else, but that's not him this season. No, it's not it. Like there's no even. Reason to think about Derrick Rose, uh, to fix this team. He's just not going to play. Not the, it's not the fix. It's, it's, it's what we're missing at this point. And if we're going to have to rely on our starters like this, it's going to be very difficult for this team to make it to the finish line and then think about a successful playoff ap- uh, appearance because guys are going to be exhausted by that point. So the Knicks need to do something to strengthen this bench. What don't you, don't you agree? Or like, don't you look at these minutes and say, Hey, Tibbs front office. We need something right now because this team needs more punch off the bench outside of quickly who love quick went three for seven yesterday. Did most of his damage at the free throw line. Got you 14 points, but Toppin only has five, even though it was efficient for his 11 minutes. Hartenstein only gets you two points. McBride is just man. Love the defense, just a sieve on offense. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with you. Our bench, uh, which should be our strength, is actually our weakness here. And because you look at the names, right? I mean, we don't have to 
We don't have to, you know, talk in circles anymore about the, the DNPs, right? Reddish, Rose, Fournier, Sims, like we get it. They, they just don't play for no reason, whatever it is. And it's shortened. And not only is it shortened, McBride has six minutes and then Toppin has 11. I like, I kind of laughed when you said OB 11. I didn't realize it was 11. I have to go double check that. Hardenstein with 16 and Sims with zero. Like it's, it's insane. It makes no sense. So. Change has to come because clearly these players and the coach and the scheme is just not working out, right? Like clearly McBride has no spot on this team. Like quickly is obviously the de facto backup point guard. OB is only literally in like, remember like at CYO where there was like the really good kid, uh, you know, and then there was the kids on the bench that just had to play. And then, like, when the kid, when the starter was like tired, dead tired, like, you know, like just needed a break for like the last minute and a half of a quarter so he could like take that into to the break and then start the next quarter. Like, that's when he goes in. That's what it feels like when, when they're putting OB in for, for, it's gross, Randall. man. It's really gross. <laughs> Literally really gross. It's doing him disservice as a player and just, it's also doing Randall a disservice too. Like, we're asking Randall to do so much at this point. And he has been on a heater, but you saw against Milwaukee, he was tired. Now, and and from there, like you're asking him to do a lot, and we have his backup back. Don't you think? Like, where 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 is all this, man? Like, here's 15, the thing: 15, 20, 15, 20 minutes giving this dude a rest. Here's the thing: when you break it down, what we're really missing is three point shooting. And at the end of the day, Randall is a phenomenal three point shooter. Yay! Yesterday he went one for six. Terrible. The whole the whole Knicks team went twenty nine percent. It was terrible. Oh yeah, three. it was god awful. But just a sweat fest yesterday. But generally, if you look at it, we're kind of living and dying by the three. You're at. I asked you what you think the Knicks need. You said a D Rose type. I disagree. I think we need shooters. I think we need. You keep. You've been saying three and D for 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 years at this point. Mm-hmm. We need it. We need a three. We need legitimately. Three and D, but honestly, at this point, I feel like we could settle for just three. I know I joked around last episode about, uh, Steve Novak, like, who's just like an actual shoot. Like, it's just like Fournier that can actually hit the basket. Like, dude, if Fournier was lights out, if, if he was shooting like, if he was shooting like Duncan, like, like, oh, he got, he has a spot on the, as a 10th man. <laughs> yeah. Because we, we just can't hit those threes. I, I've noticed a couple times now that we just won't pass the OB Toppin when he's open on the three, but yesterday he hit the only one he took. I've noticed that they don't like to swing to him, which, you know, maybe it's for his own good, <laughs> honestly, uh, because once he starts chucking, he always likes to hit the side of the backboard on at least one. <laughs> it looks ugly. But we dude, won't talk about that mid-range jumper yesterday. <laughs> yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he has some ugly shots. So, yeah, uh, but me, Randall going one for six is tough. Randall going one for six is tough. Clearly, they don't want to play O before him. He just doesn't fit. The, and I get why. He just doesn't fit the position, dude. He, like... On defense, he doesn't fit what Randall does. On offense, he doesn't fit what Randall does. You know what I mean? He he jumps to the corner and then maybe makes a pick and runs in transition. Like he's just a small, he's just a nice small forward to have. He's fun. He he should go on the Suns. You know what I mean? Like or or like or, or 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 the Warriors, Warriors or like the Nets. You know, like a fun running team, like like the Pacers, dude. Him and Halliburton would be the perfect fit. You want to talk about or like in in Dallas. You know what I mean? Like th- that kind of vibe. That's what that's what Ob needs. It's just it just doesn't fit for this team. It's funny so, because 
it's funny because, you know, the, the way this team's playing, if this team was like early 2000s, the Knicks would be a sick team. Like the way that they're playing, they're playing early 2000s basketball. Uh, we're all late for that, but you know, I hear you. Like I hear you. And like this team is really, it's predicated on a lot of half court offense, not a lot of transition, even though they started off like that, pushing the pace and they can, they could push the pace better than they have in years past, but that's not what they're going for. They like to grind it out, muck it up. That's really what this team's about because that's how their defense thrives. And so I hear you with that for Obi. I think it's just giving him a chance, man. Like for me, honestly, you just got to give him opportunities. But this is not, not going to be an Obi top and soap opera. Uh, uh, but Bob. let me be a pessimist. Can I be a pessimist? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because I think right now we're all on a high right now. And the Knicks wins are successfully acting as a uh, a, a, a business grade A style deodorant. For this team, because the last 10 games have been fool's gold. Yes, we wow. went. Se- yeah, man. We went. Yes, we went seven and three, but who have we played since December 29th? San Antonio lost. Woo! Houston win. Phoenix, who stink win. San Antonio win at Toronto win. That was a huge one. That was a huge win. I'll get that. That's a, that January 6th game. That was big for us, was especially when it comes down to tiebreakers. Milwaukee L, Pacers W. That was huge for us too to find, to get that six seed. Two big wins. Washington too close of a W. <laughs> like that game was we got another one tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that was, that one was too close. That was nerve. That was nerve wracking when we beat Detroit and then lost to Toronto. We didn't look impressive in a lot of these games. We won every single one we were supposed to. Right there was two impressive ones in there. I'm, I'm giving it to them. Uh, in Indiana and Toronto. Other than that. It hasn't been that good. And, and right before that, man, we had the Elta Toronto, Elta Chicago, the Philadelphia Christmas game, Ella Dallas. So I, I just feel like that might be coming up here. We've had some, we've had a cakewalk the last, the last 10 and the next 10 the, are, are looking tough, man. There's some, there's some uh, revenge in the eyes of Washington, Atlanta and Toronto. Like those are the next three staring at us. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it becomes a gauntlet. We're going to ball. We're, we're home versus Cleveland at Boston at Brooklyn versus the Lakers at home versus true Miami test, at man. home. It's gonna be true tests. What honestly, it doesn't it doesn't stop until truly Valentine's Day, and that's when, ironically, Atlanta Washington. So we have a Washington Atlanta sandwich between January 18th and January 20th and February 13th and February 15th, February 24th. In between there is a gauntlet of games. So you like where we're at here. Yeah. As soon as that comes, that's a trade deadline too. So we're going to learn a lot about this team uh, over the next month. I mean, it's going to make or break our entire season. This right here? About it. Yeah. This right here? No, you're 100% right. It is a grueling schedule coming up. And... We're going to see where the Knicks stand. As of right now, they got a good, they're, they're fine with, I think, Brooklyn coming up because there's not going to be a Kevin Durant, right? So you got that sandwich right in there. So that should be, that should be, I'm not saying it's an easy win. We've never beat, we've never beat Kevin Durant. So I mean, without him, that, that, ha- they, and we have, we have chance. beat the Nets without <laughs> Kevin Durant. So that's, yeah, we beat them with, I'm saying we have never beat Kevin Durant. So if there's no KD, I mean, at least it's possible. At least there's a chance. Yeah. Just Kyrie Irving. There's a chance. Um, 
But like you talked about, man, the schedule, upcoming schedule will be difficult. It'll be a good measuring stick to see where the Knicks are, who they need to add. You know, who do you think? Who do you think we need to add? Any names? I mean, what was it? We saw Alex Caruso out there. We were talking I would about love that with Elmer our- Fudd slash Caruso. Oh my goodness. I would love him. We were talking about that with our guy, uh, Andrew Claudio over at KFS. You know, that would be, that would be interesting. Although he's another guard, not truly a wing. You know what I mean? And I think we need some, we need depth with some height. We need another wing. We need another bona fide wing. Like I saw Eric Gordon's name out there. I don't want Eric Gordon. Uh, <laughs> Malik Eric Beasley's name, name has been out there since I was a fetus. I feel like <laughs> Malik Beasley's name apparently has come up now. So he's always I mean, been up there too with the Knicks. Yeah, there's been interest there. I mean, Duarte. We talked about it. I love Duarte. Pod. I love. Duarte. I think he's fine. I think. I think he's another player that he's coming back from injury. He's not looking great right now. He did well his rookie season. Knicks had interest, so it's not too far off. And there's rumors where. Not rumor. Yeah, there are rumors and reports saying that the Pacers would be open to moving Duarte. They're looking for a power forward. We have a power forward that's not being utilized. That may be somebody. I know it's not what you like, but that's, these are sometimes how the trades go, man. And if someone's going to say, why would I trade so much for Obi Top and he's not even getting 20 minutes a game? Like I have to bank on some sort of like, hey, well, you have Julius Randle all star in front of him. You know what I mean? Like you could, you could say that's why. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like, even if he, they could say if he's a valuable contributor off the bench, why isn't he getting more than to give Julius a rest? So like, this is where you go back. This is where I go back to Tibbs saying, Tibbs, you got to manage the minutes, man. Got to let these guys shine. Show what they can do off the this bench. It's not going to happen. I know. It, 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 he, he plays a seven and a half man rotation. So this is what it is. You're a lucky that we're uh, seven. Yeah. I'll go for seven and a half. Yeah. yeah that's what, yeah, that's what it is. Like McBride's not a real, like it's not, it's, it means nine. I don't even consider Obi and McBride in there. I guess I, I would just call it seven, maybe six yeah. and a half. <laughs> and I hate every time Hornstein gets up off the bench. It makes me so mad that Sims is sitting there. It actually I mean, upsets me. I don't blame you, man. Uh, the athleticism, it's right there. Dude, Sims being on the bench legitimately upsets me. That's like the one, that's like the one gripe I have right now with the New York Knicks. And the fact that, like, the, the coaching, obviously the ISO ball drives me insane. The, the fact that it's like, yo, Brunson, please just take it and score or we're going to lose. Yo, Randall, take the ball, please score or we're going to lose. And then like, if, if they actually make a play, we miss. Like, but if actually, was that RJ Dunk though yesterday? Well, RJ Dunk was, a, was beautiful. It was amazing. The garden went bananas. I mean, it was an and one. Sure. We didn't get it. Like that's the that's what we're all that. Like, listen, I'm the first guy to say just call the game fair, right? Like, I went back and watched Green Bay Jets just to look at fouls today, like from week six. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm the one that just says call the game fair. We had so many free throws in this game. Like, like the refs weren't that egregious. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they missed that, no problem. But dude, like out of all the games that we bl- blame the refs on, I'm for the first. For what feels like the first time, I want to push back and say we did not lose that game because of the refs. Even though it was Scotty Foster, our, our boy, I just, I just, I don't know. I just didn't feel like we uh, lost that game because of the refs. We just sometimes you get out coached, man. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. I just feel like Nick Nurse. He owns us, dude. He just owns us. There's no way we were gonna walk out of here with this game. You know, and I, I said that too on on Nick's fan TV last night when I was hosting the the show doing post game and like. I was upset about the call. 
I feel like they should have they should have done the call because in past we've seen the call we've seen last second calls. Let's not forget when we played the Philadelphia 76ers, I think it was last season, Tobias Harris gets called with like less than a second left to hit the free throw to win the game, right? And like we've seen that happen before against us. I'm just asking where is it going to happen for us? And I think the officiating yesterday was like they let them play and then they started to tighten it up. I'm just asking for some consistency because then players get confused of like what can I can I not do in a game? That's all I'm asking for, for some consistency. But I agree with you. I'm not going to blame it on them because Brunson, Randall, hit your free throws. You know what I mean? This is like, again, like just hit your free throws. But it is what it is, man. It is what it is with that game. But for players that we got to go get, man, is it Beasley? Is it Duarte? Is it Caruso? Is there anybody? who 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 do you think is the dark horse that's out there? Because the Knicks are usually that team that's like, for the most part, it's not somebody that we see coming. I always think the dark horse is is the Devin Booker, especially because the Suns are starting to fall apart day by day. Mm. Um, and I think realistically, it's going to be Caruso because the the Bulls have no draft picks in twenty twenty five. Because of the top ten protected for DeRozan, which is crazy because they're trying to get rid of him right now. They have no second round picks until twenty twenty six. And guess who has everything to solve everybody's problem there for the Bulls? That's the Knicks. And we have D Rose to give them. So I feel like we're definitely getting somebody from the Bulls. I would like that to be Caruso. It seems like he fits the most. And truly, I love him. He could I feel like we could win a playoff series if we have Caruso. So there's that. Or look at the Suns. Like he's my dream to have Booker, but I could also see us kind of being silly and grabbing Jay Crowder. You know what I mean? And, and putting him on the team as like a defensive guy if we need him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just kind of keeping. But he's just another guy that's going to be disgruntled, not playing. To nah, be he wants to be a starter, bro. That's not. That's not the Knicks. Like, can the, we? Can the, we not? Can we for again? Like we did this with Cam. He wanted to go be a starter. And we're exactly. Like, we'll give you a chance. It's like we're okay. not. We're not going to give you a chance. Let's not do it. Let's, let's just not do that. It's not going to happen. All right. What do you feel about Rozier? No. Just not. Yeah. I mean, listen, Rozier would be, he'd be a nice addition to the team, but it's, it's stupid to have him in for RJ. So you can't have, also, you can't have him in for RJ and you, and it's stupid to have him in for Grimes and quickly. Like he does exactly what you would want quickly to do, which is just shoot. Yeah. We have, we have Rozier in yeah. IQ. I agree. We need, we need a wing. All right. Like. So for some reason, Duarte is just sticking in my brain. Like that's that deal just makes the most sense. I would be really upset if it's for Obi. It just it just makes the most. I would be very sense. upset, Alex. Very upset if it's for Obi. If, I would love Duarte if it's not for Obi. Because the other rumor is that it's the Pacers looking at John Collins. They could have John Collins. I mean, yeah. how can you go from how can you go from wanting a, a, a power forward who does nothing except for tippins and and plays in the paint and is, is, has a hundred million dollar contract to someone who a power forward who's on a rookie contract and likes to stay in the corner and shoot threes and slash and play transition they literally are completely different players on completely different contracts like where's like where's the interest is this anybody as a power forward yes any interest. they just need <laughs> okay, a power that's forward fine. they're willing to teach everything for, for that player i mean you I can look know. at obvious teachable he's young listen it is carlisle uh he works like it works perfectly. Like he he'll be the Sean Marion Dallas 
on Indiana. It worked. It, he fits the system. John Collins will have to be center. John Collins doesn't work there. For some reason, it just, it just, it's just in my brain. Duarte and Obi Toppin. I hate it. It's just, it's just stuck in my brain. Not because I want it to happen, but it's just like, I don't want it to happen. I don't want to help the Pacers, but it's just, it just stuck in my brain. Like it just makes too much sense for the deal not to get done. You know okay. what I mean? That yeah. that's just how it just sticks in my brain. That's how that's how it feels for me for Caruso, to be honest with you. Or or somebody from or somebody from Chicago. Interesting. Uh, I think it's gonna be Caruso. Because again, we have we have their guy D Rose. They could tank and sell tickets. And we have draft though, that, that, that report though on D Rose is that the Knicks want to do him right if they do move him to a team that's going to compete. So the Bulls are not that. Well, it's still doing him right. Doing him right is two things. Putting him in LA where he likes to live or putting him in Chicago or I guess Milwaukee if he's cool with that. You know what I mean? Like that's where his family's from. That's where he likes to be. So that's why I also, in my opinion, what it means to quote unquote do him right. Maybe give him to the Nets if they're going to play him. Woof. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's doing him right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Giving to a team that needs him, but I don't think they need him, but I can see him doing that. They're not seeing a big man. That's neither here nor there. Let's talk about. The next week of games, we mentioned it a couple times. Rematches everywhere. Washington, Atlanta, well, at home versus Washington on Friday night, uh, Wednesday night Knicks. Friday night Knicks at Atlanta. Sunday, I guess matinee. Weird time, six o'clock at Toronto. Then Tuesday home, the Donovan Mitchell 60 point game. This quantum right now, at least a double nickel. Oh my God. <laughs> What do you think is going to happen in the next four? Oh, man. So I, I feel good going against the Wizards, okay. especially if there's no Bradley Beal. Um, Atlanta, we should defeat, even down in Atlanta. Toronto again. I feel like we're going to get – I feel like we're going to split this series, man. We're just better on the road. Um, That would be impressive for us. I feel like we're just going to split on the road, and then we're going to probably lose the Cleveland at home. We're probably going to lose the Cleveland. And it's it's either a Donovan Mitchell game, because now we're in the middle of the season, he's warmed up. You know what I mean? He, this is not uh see, we played them in Cleveland. When we played them home, they were missing a couple of guys, and we just made that uh, switch, that defensive switch. Yeah, man. I don't know about this one. I don't know about this one against Cleveland. All right. That's so what I, I got. I've been pretty good uh with the Knicks picks, especially I mean, last four we got I got I got right. Yep. I had the L to Nick Nurse, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, and the three W's before that. This week, unfortunately, I'm going with the L. You know what? No, never mind. At home versus Washington. <laughs> I I I wanna I want I want we can't lose to Porzingis at home, dude. We can't. No. We can't. It's just, I can't, I can't. Especially so, after the whole, I miss being yeah. like, I would have done things differently. Blah, Realistically, blah, 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 blah. like my brain thinks, dude, there was a really close game at Washington. They're going to come back and they, they should beat us at home. Like that's what my brain says, but my insides say it's not going to be because of KP though. It's not going to be because of KP if the, if the Wizards win. It's going to be because of one. Uzma. Yes. Yes. I know. Oh, trust <laughs> me. I know. But I'm just saying, I can't have KP win. I just, I, I just, I physically can't stomach it. So I'm just going to go with the W. Nervous about it. No, 
Dude, all right. I'll be realistic. We're going to lose versus Washington at home. We're going to beat Atlanta on the road. We're going to beat Toronto on the road. And we're going to lose. Then we're going to, we're going to sport a terrible losing streak after that. So we're going to, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go two and two here coming out after Tuesday after the Cleveland game because, dude, I see bad news bears coming up in the next eight. So <laughs> we need to go two and three is basically what I'm saying here. Let's go two. Let's go two out of two. That Cleveland game will be the rubber match. Like two out of four, the Cleveland game will be the rubber match there. Oh, man, I'm I'm starting to get nervous. I'm starting to get nervous about the six seed. If if we make it through this gauntlet, if we make it to the All Star break at the six seed, that's a guarantee for me. Where do you think this is gonna end? How do you think this next season is gonna end? At this point, right now, sitting here, January seventeenth. Man, I have him in the six seed. I have him as a six seed. You have him as a six seed. Man, this is obviously there's a lot of things to be (laughs) pending on, but uh, let me look at this. Let me look at the rest of the schedule. And I'll go even further. I think it's going to be Knicks versus Cavs. And I think we're going to win one or max two games. Oh, my God. That's what you're doing? Oh, I mean, I I already know it. I'm going to go watch Donovan Mitchell ruin my life in the garden. I'm 100% sure of it. I'm going to go with... And Rubio. I'm going to go with playing seventh. (sighs) We're going to go seventh. We're going to get the seventh. Just because you talked about that gauntlet. You know, it, it, it comes back around again. We're not, we're not out of woods, my guy. I know, but if, if we make it to the All Star break, to me, we're we're a real team, so I'm not worried anymore. We are, but then, but then you got to look at the let's see. So then, after the All Star break, New Orleans playing well. You start off right after, after that break with Washington, New Orleans, Boston, Brooklyn, Miami, Boston. Like that is quite the way to come back from the break. You get Charlotte. Sacramento's good. You got the Clippers. LA stinks. Portland's competing. Denver. Don't really care about Minnesota. Miami. Denver so much. Or we got Orlando, Houston, Miami again. Cleveland, Washington, Indiana, New Orleans, Indiana. You're just naming the NBA. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just talking about the rest. after the break. It's no. It's yeah, no yeah, yeah. I know, but I'm just saying if we're above water, but uh, going into the break, in my opinion, we're we're a real team. Like I'm not worried. March, April, just. We'll be just tuning up, just like figuring out playoff seating, you know, six, seven, stuff like that. But I think if we make it to the all-star break, we're going to be good. We're going to get a nice person in the trade. We're going to be buyers, something, nothing crazy, add to the team. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be trying to prime up for, for a, a Cleveland playoff series. Or it's going to be Cleveland, the Bucks, 76ers. It's going to be one of those teams, one of those three. So I think we're going to be trying to prime it up on defense. Yeah, I'm going to go for a seventh. We're going to go play-in seventh. We win the play-in. We then, if we're seven, we probably play. Who's number two? Who's the Nets right now? I think. I mean, yeah, it's between the Nets and Boston. Uh, I think the Nets are going to get the first seed, but that's just me. They're four and a half behind right now, behind Boston, and KD's out. I, I think KD's going to come back. 
and, and by the way, Boston's on a seven game winning streak right now too. Like they, they haven't lost in weeks. It feels like. So I feel like they're going to slow down at some point, And I think KD is going to come back for the nets and they're going to make a trade for a big man. They've been really good, man. I know you don't want to hear that, but they've been so good. I know, <laughs> so but the thing, so I'm looking at it right now. Miami's right on our butt. That's the only thing I think Miami's yeah. finding their stride with Jimmy Butler back. So I'm going to go with seven. We win the play in when, when everything's said and done. It's the Knicks facing off against the Brooklyn Nets in the playoffs. <laughs> oh my God. That's way worse than Donovan Mitchell. That's a sweep. If KD is playing, we're not going to win one game. It's going to be tough. We haven't beat KD ever. <laughs> the guy's been playing since the Seattle Supersonics. <laughs> we, can't, we can't beat the guy. <sighs> Jets can't beat the Eagles. Knicks can't beat KD, bro. If you're Tom Thibodeau, how frustrating do you, how frustrating is it that you have to had to face LeBron James where you're out in the Chicago Bulls three out of your five playoff appearances? You only made it to the Eastern Conference once because you didn't have to face uh, LeBron James, uh, I think to get until then, then, uh, <laughs> if you had to face KD, who the Knicks have not beaten. And then when he was on the, when he was on the Knicks in the, in back in the day, when he was on the staff, he was playing Jordan. And the one time we didn't have Jordan, we made it to the, we made it to the finals. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he knows what it is. He knows what it is. He's just, I think that's why he's so apathetic towards everyone's like nonsense. Like, dude, I just, I know what it is. We don't have the best player in the league. We're not going to win the championship. Let's just go out there and good, you know, play inspired basketball, team defense and run ISO basketball. Somebody please score for the love of God on offense. Like that, that's how he's going. I feel like that's the, the last one is like the most accurate. Please for the love of God, someone score on offense. Someone do something. Yeah. Drive in, time. drive in, pass out, hit the three, please hit the free throws. I'll scream about the fouls. Just do yeah. something. <laughs> exactly. Oh man. Oh man. Well, this is a good place to wrap it up. And, uh, I guess this is also time to, to give my news, uh, on this. And it's sad to say, but this is the last week of me being on the Knicks, Jets, et cetera podcast. Um, it's been a wonderful time getting to work with you, John, with you, Greg, and with Ricey and Chris and everybody who's helped make this out of nothing. We started this from, legit a dream up until this point and it's been nothing but a hell of a ride but unfortunately i have to step down from doing this just because of life um and just unfortunately things going on in my life that i need to take care of but john i wanted to say thank you and that this is not this is not over this is not the last time okay unlike deces and marrow this is not going out because because of a fight (laughs) one day we may come back and do this again <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but otherwise, uh, Nick Jets, et cetera, will still be going. Uh, we'll, we'll, uh, actually, we did, we had our best month in December, uh, when we get, we get down to, uh, you know, the grid of it. So, uh, the Jets episodes will keep, uh, rocking. We have one more with Alex there. Uh, they'll be, they'll keep rocking all off season. We're going to be getting heavy into draft stuff with Greg. I'll still be writing for the Jet Press, get heavy, more heavy into that, uh, coming up, especially during draft season. Talk some mojo too, the, the, the player stocks on there and also on winning picks weekly. Uh, we'll still be doing that with Greg on the Knicks side of things. I'm probably going to be going, uh, solo for now. Uh, we'll start having guests on the episodes. Uh, so the feed will keep going. We'll, we'll still keep it rocking here. Uh, yep. For you guys who, who, who have started since the beginning. Um, I mean, the Knicks, well, we're the Knicks and the Jets. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's it's why synonymous, we're synonymous, man. 
Yeah, I mean, that's why that's why we're here every day. So we're gonna keep this thing rocking and rolling. We'll probably switch it up a little bit. Uh, yeah, I mean, let us know if if you have, if you have any suggestions on where you want to see it going. But we'll uh, we'll keep we'll keep it rocking with you guys, uh, especially throughout this next season, upcoming season, trade deadline stuff. Like, well, don't worry, I'm at the garden. Uh, it also works out. Like, I come late from the garden, start putting up some solo episodes. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll get, we'll get the Knicks side rolling. And as always, uh, the Jet side's rolling. But of course, Alex, it's been great, uh, work with you. I mean, we went to college together. Uh, we're still going to be boys. <clears throat> this is nothing, uh, between us. This is strictly, you know, you, it's life. Yeah. Like you said, you just have some stuff to do. You'll be on the, the Knicks fan TV post games. That's cool. Uh, still talking Knicks. So we'll see you there. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you'll be back on uh, the next whatever episodes when we need you. We'll see you uh, around on New York Post stuff with Dexter Henry sometimes too. Uh, and we'll see you out there. Yeah, man. I'll be, we'll be around, man. I'll be, uh, I'm not going far. It's not going anywhere. All right? All right. I'll be around these Knicks streets, but it's been a pleasure. Like I said, as always, thank you everyone for tuning in for all these Knicks and Jets episodes and giving us the support. Continue to give the support. You know, we started this, like I said, from, uh, it's a two guys or guys that went to college together. A lot of connections. Make sure to keep supporting. John does a great job. All right. He's going to give you the Knicks info. I'll be back. I'll be guesting at some point and give you my, my spiel on the Knicks. Yeah. We're going to keep Jet this stuff. rolling. We're going to keep yeah, this rolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to switch up the format. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're still be in these Knicks streets. And, uh, yeah, man, I can't, get, can't wait to keep, get this rolling, dude. But as always, Knicks, comma, Jets, comma, ETC, period. If you subscribe there, every time you log on to the YouTube, what we do will be up there. Maybe we'll start going live. We'll see what's going on there. Maybe we'll start taking calls. We've been, we've been talking about it. So if you subscribe there, it works for us. Hit us up on Apple, Spotify, Google Play. We appreciate it. We see that you guys have been liking, subscribing for us. We appreciate it. Hit with that five star. We see it. Again, December has been our best month. So we're going to keep this rolling. I mean, we do it for us and we do, we do it for, for the, like, because we talk to you guys. So that's fun. But, you know, we're just as obsessed with the Knicks and the Jets as you guys. We have some people in the background, like Greg and Ricey and stuff. We're, we're working hard here. So we'll still be here. We're not going anywhere. And Alex won't be too far away. That's right, man. Just down the block. And as John said, and I'll do it for the last, one of the last times. Thank you all for tuning in for the next episode of the Knicks Jets Etc. podcast. You all know what to do. Do this to this podcast. Please make sure to subscribe. Subscribe. We're on all audio listening platforms. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it. We are there. If you listen to us on Apple or Spotify, please make sure to give us that five-star rating. And if you listen to us on Apple, please make sure to leave a review or comment. We will read it. <laughs> we also got the YouTube channel. Nick's coming. Jets coming. ETC, Paranormal Rights Act, etc. That shit's wild. Find the page. Subscribe. Hit that notification bell. That way you know when a new episode drops. We can watch a video. Hit the like button, leave a comment, add to the conversation. We need to know your thoughts and opinions. Should we get Chris Duarte? Should we get Alex Caruso? Or should we just put John in a Knicks jersey and just put him out there at the wing? Come on, man. Who's tall? I mean, I don't I'm know about that. Who's tall? <laughs> I mean, I, I could definitely do a good job assisting coach, but that's neither here nor there. While you're also over the YouTube channel, there's another podcast, Winning Picks Weekly. John Vita, Bruce, Greg, and our guy and co-host, Chip Murphy. These guys go through every single sport possible. Football playoffs, NFL playoffs going on right now. All right, college football is done. These guys, these guys wrapped it up, packed it away. But the draft is coming, son. The draft is coming. The draft is coming. So don't worry if you need some overs, uh, unders, props, anything (laughs) on on, uh, who's going to go drafted where. These guys will also 
got you covered there make sure to check them out they do a wonderful job over there it's also partnered with minute media so make sure it gives them that five star rating check it out as well good stuff but make sure to bet so bet responsibly and last and certainly not least we're on all social media platforms facebook twitter instagram tiktok you name it we are there thank you everyone for tuning in for another next episode of the Knicks Jets Etc. podcast we out let's go next.